All right, hello and welcome to Town Alone Podcast. Supplemental episode, we're talking about Formula One today. I have a panel of experts in everything cars with me here. First go off, back. <laughs> what are you talking about? Tyler, shut up. We're we're just go back. A second. <laughs> I got Noah Elvin here. Uh, Noah, favorite and least favorite livery? Uh, it's got to be the steak. It's got to be steak, kick, kick steak. That green is sick. That, that green is fire. And your least favorite? My least favorite is anyone who's being boring. So I guess like Red Bull is the worst, but like, I don't know. That's Red Bull, Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, those two probably. They suck. And next up on the panel, Andrew Nagoda, who seems to have some thoughts on liveries. Uh, I mean, see, they're like, oh, I don't know. I've got a lot of thoughts on a boring livery because like, boring in general is bad but boring if you've got a good livery if it ain't broke don't fix it uh i really like the red bull livery actually uh it's definitely not my favorite but i really like it uh that's a disgusting take my least favorite far and away has got to be the baby bulls uh like like the alphabet soup of a fucking team name i'm not oh can we swear on this podcast yeah man it's not going Um, on the disney channel they, they they released it overnight for a reason. They knew they did absolute shite, and uh, like they hit it in the dark. That that livery is fucking awful. Um, for a favorite, I don't know. I still love the the Aston Martin green, but like, there's something about that McLaren livery that just like lives right here. Like I'm I'm like kind of indifferent to McLaren as a team, but that livery is so hot. The chrome wheel, like the Google Chrome, like in the the wheel well. I love it. That's sick. Give me more of that every day. You've been talking about the Google Chrome on McLaren for, like, two years now, at least. And it's still good. Although, I will say, uh, Cake Steak as a favorite is a good take. Because, like, man, even, even like, when I watch Indy, like, honestly, do you know what the Kick car makes me think of? The Kick car makes me think of IndyCar. Because, like, even when I watch IndyCar, like, it's, it's so, it just, like, it sticks out so much. It's so, like, it, it reminds me of, like, when um when they became force india and they like really went full pink in the lp like that was a great like it's it's got the same it's got it's giving nfl color uh nfl color rush is what it's giving and i love it it's garish i love it all right last on the panel returning (laughs) from basketball now talking about things that aren't basketball tyler karkara tyler favorite least favorite livery that's right. We're back. My th- hang on. My thing about the kick livery and the color rushes, I think they were like, God, we got to do something memorable for this team, right? Like, otherwise, we're, we got to, otherwise, no one's going to sponsor us because they're never going to put us on screen except for the start of the race. Um, Performatively, so, it's a nothing year, so we got to make something memorable. Very ide- easy to identify. The worst livery is Alpine. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Oh, like, true. I-, I watched a little bit of testing. Like, I- I'm not a big, like, let me dive into the numbers on testing guy, but like, I just wanted to see what the cars looked like on track. The Alpine on track looks like it looks dis- it's disgusting. It's dis- it's a disgusting car. It has no like design correlation. There's just like random splotches of color and it's mostly black and it just looks bad and poorly designed. Uh and it looks slow too. So that that hurts it. No, I, that's so true because the problem with the Alpine is that you know that they can do good cuz they have that pink in there and it's so sick when they lean on it when they do yeah. specials. And then they go back to the carbon. Anything with carbon, it's it's a it's a fucking carbon epidemic. I was gonna say, but Tyler, think of how much uh, pace they're gaining with all the paint they didn't use. 
Exactly. That's the worst part. Is if your car is all carbon, it better be the fastest car because you can, you can afford the weight. Uh, Haas. Uh, Haas. But that's the thing about Haas. They're just painted black. To me, there's a difference between exposed carbon and painting it black. Because it? at least their color is black. You know. No, they they um, saw the their red feet. door. It was. Wouldn't yeah. It? And I'm wearing yeah. a Haas hat right now, so like we'll get we'll talk about it. Wouldn't it be kind of sick? Though, if Alpine like gained like three or four spots in the constructor this year, and it was all off just the carbon weight, where did yeah. they finish last year? Uh, fifteenth, nineteenth, something like that. Sixth, sixth. There you go. Um, just gonna say, yeah. Te- teens for constructors, Adam? Yeah, something like that. Right <laughs> yeah. Uh, the best one is the baby bulls on track. I was skeptical. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Andrew. I was skeptical. And then I saw it on track, and I'm like, yes, the 2000s are back. Let's go, it's Toro that, Rosso. It's that Toro Rosso. <laughs> it looks so good on track. No, bro. Bro, it looked so good on track. So crazy. Go back and look at the old Toro Rosso car and tell me that's not – it's just, like, it's nostalgia, man. that had, like, a concept. Like, at least that – like, it wasn't a good concept, but at least there was cohesion. Like, what is that? What is that? It's Red Bull Light. I mean, it's the worst team name, worst team name, but the best liver. It's such a good. It is literally just a color swap. It's awful. <laughs> Maybe I'm giving them points for just being the most colorful car, um, but I'm, hey, I'm kind of. They're not even the most colorful car. <laughs> they have the most amount what of colors. What is the most colorful them? car? Aston Martin? They're Williams? dull With green. The Duracell air intake. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, the, uh, special shout out to Williams for the Duracell air intake. It's the best use of f- fake parts on a car. It's really funny. <laughs> also, <laughs> I love it. I never, I've never noticed this until right now looking at it, but uh, the Alpine car, like your take about it being the worst is far and away correct because they're also the only car with different colored wheel wells for the front and rear. Every other car is uniform on all the wheel wells. They're blue in the front and pink in the back, which also makes no sense. It's like a. It looks like the worst preset colorway on like a video game, uh, like a knockoff F1 video game. Like it doesn't look like a multi million dollar company designed it. It looks like a teenager just like picked some random colors in like a car generator. It's terrible. It's really bad. I don't want to look at it all year. We know Luckily, we won't have to because they're going to be in the back. <laughs> right. We know that. We know that's bad. But I, I do need to give a special shout out. We haven't said it yet. That Ferrari. I mean, it's the same, yeah. but it looks clean. No, the yellow lines are really nice. Yeah. I just want to give a special this... shout out to that. That's true. They're like they're, that's the thing. They're like the third or fourth. I can't give them super big points because they're just it's just Ferrari. But also this thing, I think there's something to be said for like it's Ferrari. They're the they're the red car. And it's Ferrari. That's their whole brand. <laughs> and but adding the little yellow stripes, their race suits with the yellow stripes, they definitely have the best ones. Um, except no. for actually RB, they have like the white and blue race suits for Ricardo and y- Sonoda. Those are cool. Should we stop talking about race suits? People actually care. I'll, I'll give you that one. I, I will. I will give the baby bulls race suits. That is nice. Like they do look nice. All right. From here on out, everyone has to call RB Visa Cash App by their full name. No more baby bulls. V-carb. Can I no, call it V-carb? Uh, V-carb. V-carb is what we're going with. 100%. V-carb? All right. It's v- say, I'll sign on to V-carb. V-carb is, V-carb is at least, like, accessible. Okay, so that, <laughs> that brings us... We, we have some news items to start checking off here. So okay, let's, let's let's get into it. We're, we're going to start here by just... Since we're already talking about it, let's talk about these terrible team names. So first off, V-carb, Visa Cash App, 
RB. I mean, I guess not Red Bull. No, RB. not Red Bull. RB. I guess you know, make your fucking cheddar or whatever in your your multi million dollar sport. The other one is Steak F one team kick sober. So the the Steak F one team kick sober, which is their full official name, by the way. Yep. Yep. Steak F one team kick sober. Jesus. They're also colloquially being called Steak F one, except in countries that have bans on gambling. Where they're called Kick F1. Imagine casually watching this. See, sport. I've only ever heard that. I didn't know that that was actually their full name. Yeah, I heard Crofty call them Kick Sober this weekend, as this—that's the Kick Sober car. Yeah. So, do okay. Let's. So, we we already hit it. We have V Carb for the Visa Cash App RB. What's what shortened name are we going with for Steak F1 Team Kick Sober? Well, I'm just gonna call them Sober because that's that's what they are. Yeah, I, um, I I'll fucking call them Audi. Why not? Like that's what they're gonna be anyways. We why just... are we debating what we call them as if they're worth talking about? Well, that's true. That's <laughs> the that's the other thing. I'm as a sport with only ten teams, they're gonna come up at some point. That's I can't fair. wait to to draft Valtteri Bottas for age sake in the first round in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is it is ironic though that the two best liveries in again in my opinion the two best liveries right are the two worst names are the two worst names on the on the field. It's bizarre why they think this is okay to call a team Visa okay, Cash hang on. App I have RB. Let's hang on, take. I have a take. Uh, Visa Cash App RB is bad. That's undefensibly stupid and bad. And Red Bull should sell that team. Like, what are you We're doing? Valid. Uh, Steak F1 Team Kick Sober has, I think, an excuse in that they're basically a lame duck team that can't do anything until Audi takes over full control in 2026. So basically, they're just like puttering around gathering data for Audi for two years. Get get your money. Like, put as many names. I want F Steak F1 Team Kick Sauber Twitch Google... <laughs> that would be fun twitch uh, no. twitch and kick on the same no but you're exactly right too because like what what adam was saying about uh what adam was saying about it the ban on the stake name in certain countries like i'm pretty sure it was just gonna be stake f1 team sauber and then they were like oh fuck right there's laws and shit you know that we have to you deal legally with cannot market just this. throw <laughs> kick on there like it's fine it's fine it's gonna be one year it's gonna go away okay i can deal with it can i ask can i ask potentially a really dumb question no i'm uh, obviously stake is like a sports betting like firm a la DraftKings, a la any sports book what the fuck is kick kick is a like, twitch alternative is kick? kick is a twitch alternative that um it's a streaming, it's platform, a streaming platform that has okay. has like almost no rules about what you can do on there. i mean there's some rules but comparably to switch to twitch like if you go on kick right now it's going to be like gambling streams which is not something you can do on um well that's how it works out Twitch. that it's the same name it's, 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 no, it works it's out. something i would have it's something i would have watched hearthstone on in like in class during my sophomore year in college can I, it's, can I, it's, <laughs> let's put it this way it's it's doing so poorly that they have contracts with top twitch streamers that are non-exclusivity exclusivity contracts where they will they will spend like millions of dollars to oh, say just do one that. do one once a week on our platform all right, we can't, we definitely can't be talking about like streaming platform competition in the middle of our already ninety minute F one podcast. On, but I have a question. Adam. I have a follow up question first, and then you can do your thing. Okay, good. I thought up until this happened that Kick was like a place to stream gay porn. Is that like a thing on there, or am I just completely wrong? 
Like, I thought that Kick was a place you went for gay porn live streams. That's... <laughs> I, what, I'm sure you could find it. That, that's the point, right? It's it's the wild west of streaming, is you could do whatever the hell you want on there, and now they put it on a fucking F1 car. So, you know, it kind of all works. It, it's in the theme. We used Listen, to have cigarette companies on the side. Now we have crypto. And I'm saying. It's... The most famous livery in the history of the sport was a was a cigarette company as a marlboro car oh, the the uh, the mp24 or whatever the mclaren the yeah, yeah, yeah. mclaren um like that's the mar it was marlboro and like the the car that that fernando alonso won both his championships in had trojan condoms on it <laughs> um f1 has a long history of whack sponsors on their car that's why i love the steak whatever blah 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 livery because it's garish in the way that f1 is and like i don't like that anywhere else in my life but with f1 i agreed that's what agreed. it is it is is garish if you don't want garish go watch like supercars or something you know like there are other things to watch if you were going to associate one f1 driver with fucking fernando alonso does feel correct and speaking of getting fucked <laughs> mercedes so no, we'll get to Mercedes. F one rejects Andrade's bid to join the grid in twenty four and twenty or twenty five and twenty six. Here's here's how I I like I I kind of see this being set up. So it seems like in general, most of the other F one teams were generally pretty lukewarm to another team joining the grid, but fans really wanted it, and it seems like F one sided with the teams instead of the fans. But the real weird part of the story is that there was initially supposed to be an in person meeting between. Andrade, or Andrade, um, Andretti, Andretti, Andrade is a professional wrestler, Andretti, and, uh, and, and the F1, I don't know, Liberty Media, whoever it was supposed to be, but it went into GM slash Andretti's spam folder, and they just never fucking saw it, which it's really related that. to me. See, I don't, I don't buy it. That sounds, that sounds super dodgy to me. Like that sounds, that sounds like an oh shit! I like typed out this message and hit send, and my finger missed the button. Like fuck off. <laughs> I have, I can, I can briefly explain why this happened. I, I, I think I know the main reason. Please um, make it make sense. I, for people who aren't inveterate F one podcast listeners like yours truly. Uh, who just sits around all day listening to people talk about like wind vortexes and rear diffusers. Um, so basically, there are two governing bodies of F1. There's the FIA, which is the uh, it, it's like the French European governing body for all racing. That's they have the license to Formula One and they have the license to uh, like world champion. So, like, if if you couldn't start another league and say, you know, where you're a world champion, you because that's that's F one. Um, but <laughs> they sold the licensing and marketing rights to a company called Liberty Media, which is a United States media conglomerate, and they're the ones who put on the broadcast. So, anytime you like, you know, any when they sell the Sky F one and all the teams and the marketing, any they like. The way it's it's shown to you is through Liberty. The FIA is just a sports governing body. So it would be kind of like if the UFC was it was like the licensing rights to the UFC were actually owned by like the Boxing Commission of New Jersey and they <laughs> sold it to to the to the to the guy who owns it to to like market it. 
So there's two people governing it. The FIA agreed to let Andretti in. They said, yeah, your paperwork's in order. You're bringing General Motors along with you, which is, you know, one of the bigger car companies in the world. Um, And then when it got to Liberty Media, they said no. Uh, Because, as far as we know, the contract, the most recent contract that all the teams have signed, it is a $200 million contract. uh, bonus that you have to pay entry fee to like a because you are diffusing the money like one more team means less money for the other team so you have to pay 200 million dollars to get in but as far as we understand the that in the last like five to ten years since they made that contract that number has not has not changed but the amount of money that teams are making has gone way 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 up Right, that's absolutely the the whole piece there is that the Concord agreement, right, the the deal that says how much that they have to spend to get in is going to be up by the time 2028 comes around. So it makes all the sense in the world that the teams are like... It should be close to... It's probably going to be close to a billion dollars to buy an F1 team into the sport. It's going to go up astronomically. And so so what they're doing is they're postponing it a couple of years so they can change the rules and then go back to Andretti and say, great, join us in 2028. Hi, you thought 200 million would be enough? Psych. It's five times that. 750 or however much, yeah. Right. Which is, so is this all simply just an order of operations issue? Like, is this just like a, hey, I understand you want in, but we're not ready for another in yet. So, like, I mean, they're ready. They could take another team this year. It's a mo- It's just it's purely a money thing. It's it, well, we could get more money if you enter in four years instead of two. I would rather it be a money thing than a vibe thing, because like. Andretti is such a sellable name in IndyCar, and it's such like like you like you said like the fans they want, want Formula it, and I want it, year. and I want like more interesting like I want more teams. I do want a bigger grid. Like the thing about it is right. There's a money reason that it's happening. Andretti's probably going to join. It's all just business. Blah 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 blah. But emotionally, as a fan, right of of this, this sucks because Andretti is a big name in so many different ways. It's a big name in sports, but it's a big name, especially in the U.S., right, where they're trying to increase their their viewership or they have increased their viewership quite a bit. I mean, here we are talking about it. We're all based in the U.S., right? It, it's just fun. It would have been so good for the sport, especially at a time when Red Bull is just winning over and over and over again and you're bleeding viewership because at the end of the day, you're just watching the same thing happen every single race. They had an opportunity to explode it and say like, hey, we've got new people on the grid. By the way, maybe there's a US driver. Maybe there's an IndyCar driver. Let's cross pollinate a little bit here. You know, let's bring GM, which is a huge name. Cadillac was like a huge name. And they all just decided, fuck it, because it's not enough hundreds of millions of dollars. I think it's just super, it's super short-sighted, and I know that they're planning on doing it in a couple of years, but I don't know that the viewership is going to withstand those couple of years. And and I, I think it's a bad decision. I think it was a bad decision. And the $750 million that they might get three years from now is not worth all the ad revenue that they would have gotten in the meantime. It's not in worth the bad opinion. press. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Just to keep moving along here. Don't really have as good of a segue for this one. Um, unless, does anyone else have, like, a, another Trojan condom thing to bring up and I can reuse the last one I did? Uh, Cadillac and Tro- Cadillac, maybe they could get a tr- the, the Trojan condom in some ways is the Cadillac of condoms. How does that work for you? <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Speaking of being the Cadillac of something, 
Gunther Steiner. Oh my god. Cadillac of shitty team principals who stayed around way too long, am I right? So Gunther Steiner gets gets bounced from Haas. He gets replaced by uh feel free to correct me on the pronunciation. Ayo Komatsu. Ayo Komatsu, yeah. Ayo Komatsu, who's the former technical director. Uh so we're we're gonna keep this one a, a little bit quicker just to, to get to the main event here. Noah, the floor is yours. Gunther Thank Steiner you. and Ayo Komatsu Thank thoughts. Thank you. So I, I have I am a self-proclaimed Haas fan. I don't know why. I just like underdogs. I had about 30 seconds of being really upset, and then I went, you know what? This is this is a test. The, you know, the the way Andrew put it to me, he said, this is being a Bills fan in the 90s. This is what I need to do. Because it's never been about Gunter Steiner. I love Gunter Steiner. He's great. He's fine. But it's not about him. It's about the underdog team from America who can't do shit. <laughs> that constantly loses. That one day, 10 years from now, is either going to be awesome or bought by Andretti. And then it'll be awesome anyways. So... I think I think this is actually really good for the team. I, all jokes aside, I do think that Gunter Steiner was keeping that place afloat marketing-wise, but I think Ayo Komatsu is going to make a car that's going to go fast. And I think it's good that they're splitting the job, right? Because it's going to be Ayo Komatsu and an unannounced person doing the marketing side and doing the deal side. And I, I think it's needed because Gunter Steiner was doing everything and valiantly doing a valiant effort, but... Man, like, <laughs> it's just there was no luck. The, I don't know if you've watched much of the new season of Drive to Survive, Noah, but uh, from what I can tell, this last year, it I think it finally broke Gunther this this last season where they were the slowest car on the grid again, where he was just like, "What are we doing?" Like he was, it's kind of he gave him they gave him like a sad edit. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> yeah. "He's sad now." <laughs> yeah, it's not it, it. Yeah, it wasn't happening. It was time for him to go. Not that he couldn't maybe do it with another team, but there it was just too much. There was too much there. I mean, I, I hope Haas one day gives them you know a, a little more money, but they have the MoneyGram sponsorship, and Ayo Komatsu is a really smart guy, and I trust him with the team. Now, this year is going to be a oh, nothing it's year. Gonna it's going to be gonna a be nothing bad. year, and I'm okay with it, but in the well, long run— We'll we'll get to we'll get to the the teams themselves when we do the draft here. So I don't want to get too much into what we're thinking for this year. Okay, absolutely. Anyways, that's my piece. Have you have you seen that Gunther Steiner has already landed a new job? What's doing he doing? What? He is gonna. Oh, be, he's streaming on Kick. Yeah, he's doing gay porn on Kick. Um, <laughs> he is uh, already going to be part of the broadcast presentation for RTL RTL Germany for seven of the races this year. I think that's great. He he came in and did some uh what was he? he did some NASCAR races last year. Did he really? Yeah. And yeah. he was great. I think I I think that's my, my man is a figurehead, but we're not looking for figureheads, we're looking for teams that yeah. with cars that work <laughs> is the goal. I think he's at a I think like is it would it be wrong to say that he's at like a coin flip moment in like his career where he's like, okay, I can either continue doing like race logistics and team principling and like maybe go down to like F3 or, or like Formula E or something and like manage team, or he can do like the Brady jump to a booth. I'll be honest with you. I think the coin flip was decided four years ago. And this is him just following through and being a pundit. Like four years ago, insofar as like the start of his like presence and the traction he gained on Drive to Drive to Survive. Exactly. Or, I think you have one okay. season of Drive to Survive. Everyone likes him, and then he decides to let them into every single part of the room to film things, and he becomes the. I mean, the protagonist of that show. That was when he decided that he was going to become a pundit one day. Like that was the decision. 
and a, a good decision. He's a great pundit. He's a funny guy, but just not a great team principal, and that's okay. Maybe maybe he could follow Mick Schumacher to the World Endurance Championship and ruin his career there too. <laughs> we can get into that. Oh God, but we won't get into that because I don't no, want to keep us so long. <laughs> Talking World Endurance Championship. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like what you're not you're not super into WEC the 24 hours of Daytona. No? I was watching the 12 hours of Bathurst last week. That was fun. That's Bathurst not... 12 hours at Bathurst is insane. You that guys need terrifying. You guys need a hobby. Call like me, fucking learn crochet. Four hours of Sebring. <laughs> so, or not okay. Sebring. Uh, not Sebring. No, you got it. You got it. No, yeah. 24 was, hours. No, Sebring, I wanted. I wanted. I, I. 24 hours of Sebring exists. I wanted 24 hours at Laguna Seca. That's oh, start me. Yeah. yeah. Call me. Call me then. <laughs> no one knows what you guys are talking about. 24 hour races. You saw Ford v Ferrari, right? I've seen that Ford one. v Ferrari. I've seen Ferrari itself. Le Mans, you know. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That one. All right. There's, Mick there's Schumacher drives Speaking of Ferrari. No, you can't set me up like that. You can't set me up like that. Speaking of Ferrari. Fuck's sake. He did it. Damn, we the did it. Go, ladies and gentlemen. Lewis Hamilton, who just freshly signed a contract with Mercedes on February 1st, informed Mercedes that he would be opting out of the final year of the deal. This gets Dude, leaked this to the Athletic, awkward. and uh, the news came out before we even knew that he was opting on the contract. The news came out that Lewis Hamilton will be joining Ferrari for the 2025 Formula One season. Andrew, you have your hand up. Then I want to hear from the local Lewis Hamilton fan here in Tyler Carcara. Why? My, my uh, honestly, yes, please, Tyler, tell me what the fuck Mercedes is doing here this year with half a fucking seat. Like, Lewis Hamilton did the whole seat fitting. He did the entire simulator, like, preseason testing thing with Mercedes and then ripcorded. Why? Andrew, you just answered your own question. I, I, I mean... He did the entire preseason testing in the car and simulator in the car. And hated it? Mercedes is going to be a stinker again. They don't have a competitor this year. And I think, I think the short answer is just Lewis Hamilton... I don't think Mercedes is going to be a true competitor this year and Lewis Hamilton doesn't want to retire. So I might as well get the bag and live like a king and drive for the most popular team in the world. You know, Did this is off his career. Yeah. You know, everyone wants it. They, you might, they might not say it, but everyone wants to drive for Ferrari. You could be the biggest, you know, Lewis Red Bull. You could, hey, you, yeah, everyone wants to drive for Ferrari. Frederick Vasseur, the team principal of Ferrari, they, he was Lewis's uh, junior team team principal. They're they're like old friends, like very old friends. Fucking NHL. Yeah, um, I want to add another reason, and I really want to get your opinion, Tyler, club. on how you feel about this. But I think also it's important to to note that it's not just that he's getting a big pay package because he is. They're literally creating a fund worth almost $300 million mm -hmm. with Ferrari that Lewis Hamilton gets to be in charge of. This is him setting himself up as a business mogul for the rest of his life, right? Yep. He has $300 million, a bunch of which is going to, into his charity, a bunch of which is going into all the teams that he's starting to buy into. Like, a, he gets to drive in the best, you know, the the most famous car in the world. And also, he is set up when he retires in three years. So, but I'm curious your opinion on this, Tyler. Let me ask you this about this $300, this $300 pot of money. How much of this can yeah. he use to fund his rap career? Well, have you, Adam, have you heard his, his verse on, his untitled verse on a Christina Aguilera song? Yes, you've shown it to me. Okay, good. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you'd think Lewis Hamilton would have more celebrity girlfriends, right? It's really just, it was really just Christina Aguilera and, uh, 
Gosh, the girl from the Dixie Chicks. Dude, right? he's got is, he's got he's got dating profile syndrome. He's too short. Really? Is Lewis yeah. Hamilton F one's Pete Davidson? <laughs> no, no smaller than not. He no. has no. He cannot. No, clearly not. <laughs> also, by the way, clearly that's Fernando Alonso. Let's be real yeah. here. Um, Bigger dick. Yeah, exactly. If anyone, we're, we weren't joking about uh, Lewis dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> we were joking about Fernando. So, no, but Ty, are you um, excited to watch this? Like, do you want to watch Hamilton in a Ferrari? I mean, it would be a little bit like what? I mean, it, it, it's strange. It's going to be like watching Tom Brady in a Buccaneers uniform. Actually, it would be like if Tom Brady went to the Cowboys. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, that's what, you're right. Right. Um, that's a great, so like, great comparison. Instead of the Buccaneers, yeah. It, I mean, this is the last year I get to wear this hoodie. Like, depending yeah. on who they who they put in uh, who they put in that second Mercedes seat. Logan a lot Sargent, of rumors. baby. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you Coming go. to exactly. Mercedes, twenty twenty five. Logan. But also, like, is is whoever followed like when Hamilton retires in twenty twenty nine? Let's say, like, is are are we gonna have the same conversation about who takes Hamilton's seat in Ferrari? The same way we're talking about. Um, Gerard Mayo taking Bill Belichick's seat as like the Patriots head coach for the first time in twenty something years, or is that a conversation we should be having about next year with who's going to take Lewis's seat? Like, what is Ferrari or uh, what is Mercedes going to do with that seat? Listen, you should never read into preseason testing, um, and this is a good segue into us talking about this season. But I think Ferrari has the second fastest car. That's my big take for this upcoming season, mm. and I think. I think Lewis sees the direction they're headed and where Mercedes is floundering. Mercedes continues to bleed engineers and like aerodynamic talent. Uh, it's one of the reasons they're not as successful. <laughs> um, and, you know, they could get, I don't know, Fernando Alonso. Or are they going to get uh, Alex Albon? Like, it, it really depends on who they get, whether I'm I'm still going to be a Mercedes fan. Because I'm not a Toto Wolf fan. I'm a Mercedes fan. I, I'm a Lewis Hamilton fan. Right, the same um, way I'm a Kevin Magnuson fan for God knows what reason. But yeah, that's totally yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's totally the same thing. <laughs> I think people follow drivers, not teams. 100%. In, in F1. I'm more. curious, Adam, as someone who's watched less of this, does this feel weird to you? No, it does oh, not. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it feels is... it like, I, to me, it's just, especially because I come from a basketball background where megastars switch teams constantly. So in my head, this is just, this is Kevin Durant F1. playing on the Suns. This sure. would be like if this would be like if Steph Curry went and played on the LeBron James Cavaliers. This is like yeah. it's like unthinkable. You're like, how is this possible? Um, all right. Um, so to to quickly round out this Mercedes segment, I have two questions. We'll go through um, these one at a time. First off, the unspoken stray in this that we got to figure out. Where's Carlos Sainz going to be next year? Mercedes. Oh, just a one for one swap. Formula E. No. Formula E. Formula E. No, he's the fact. only guy he's who won a race last year. He's like the sixth. He's like the sixth best F one driver. What Formula are you talking e. about? This fucking guy. Or Noah, what, where's Carlos Sainz next reserve? year? Either way, I, I don't think he's. That's driver. the thing. Half the grid. Half the grid has contracts up next year. Like Carlos is going to have a seat somewhere. Um, Can I make a bonkers prediction? Mercedes. Yeah, let's yeah, hear. Go your, for it. Let's hear your Here's my bonkers prediction. I, are you about to say if you say he's going to Haas, I'm turning. I'm leaving this podcast. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. I think. I think Lance Stroll does bad this year, and I think Lawrence is finally fed up with him. And, oh, that's a good thing. And signs him to Aston Martin and says, look, I, I know I bought this team for you, Lance, but I, I kind of like it now, and fuck you, and I want to win. All right, Lance, go be a reserve. Fuck off. 
I need to make money. All right, Lance, I, go play tennis. That's my hot take. That's my. Right, that's why I like one in a million. Let's see it. All right. Lance so the Stroll second question. I want to see. I want to see Lance Stroll versus uh, Djokovic. The uh, yeah, right. Djokovic. That's the, the that's center. Djokovic, Lance Stroll. Yes. <laughs> second question. When is the last time Formula One had a seat change this this dramatic? Like, oh Daniel God. Ricardo. Fuck no. you. No, no, seriously, Daniel no. Ricardo. No, Daniel Ricardo from 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 to Red Renault? Bull to Renault was. I not, it's, it's not the same direction, right? Because you're, you're he seeing... was Carlos Sainz, if we're being honest. Like, a very good mm. driver that everyone liked, but not that, like, upper echelon. This is, like, the closest I can think of is Fernando Alonso to Ferrari in the early 2010s, or Seb Vettel to Ferrari when he left Red Bull. Um, Lewis Hamilton to McLaren? Or Lewis, Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton from Lewis McLaren. Hamilton to Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, well, that was a big deal. That is more, yeah, honestly. The reason it's, I say I Daniel Ricardo though, is because I think it's the same sort of like, what the fuck are you doing kind of, because uh, uh, like, you know, Daniel Ricardo was in the top seat basically with Ed Red Bull and then went like four teams down. So it's not exactly the same, but it gives yeah. me the same reaction of that like mouth drop moment of like, you really thought you're you're doing what? kind of thing so all right andrew your question you had there okay okay my question is i feel like i haven't seen this reported on discussed at all what is like what are the ramifications of lewis hamilton's move on george russell's seat i think i mean like obviously it's not like he's gonna be pushed out it's not like he's gonna lose his seat but like what is that going to do to his level of competition to like who like because that was that was my biggest motive george uh, finally got his wish that was my bigger motivation behind my like what is uh, Mercedes going to do with that seat is like what is like is is George That's Russell true. the new number one or is Mercedes now in the market for a new number one? You mean George this Russell, season. yeah. George Russell is the number one unless it's Alonso or some f- you know crazy way Max Verstappen suddenly Alex breaks his deal. Like <laughs> Alex Palo, no, yeah. Alex Palo would be a second driver until he proved himself. George Russell is absolutely the number one at that team. Unless... I mean, Russell's great. I love Russell as a driver. So, like, what, like that—that that has been like my biggest sort of wonder here is like, should we should we talk about Kimi Antonelli? Can I talk about Kimi Antonelli? I'm, I'm gonna I'm, seconds. sixty seconds, sixty seconds to talk about Kimi Antonelli, and I'm fucking axing it after that. Kimi Antonelli is the, the, the think of think how much everyone wanted Oscar Piastri in an F1 seat. Now, like double that. Kimi Antonelli is like the hottest prospect to enter F1 since someone like I mean, since like Charles Leclerc and George Russell and Max Verstappen, like that group. And Ollie um, Behrman. Ollie Behrman, yeah, exactly. Uh, and wow, what a deep cut. Oh but God. Kimi Antonelli's driving F2 this year, and basically the question is is if he wins F2 this year, do you just drop him? You just put him right in the Mercedes seat, like like Max did with Red Bull, uh, or do you try and, or does he take Logan Sargent's seat in Williams and have him, you know, putter around at the back for a season? Because that's the kind of one of the messed up things about F two is the cars don't drive like the F one cars. The skills you need for F one don't translate from F two, and is one of the reasons we're having trouble getting new young talent. There you go, Axe. No more Kimi Antonelli talk. <laughs> I've never even heard of this person. This is awesome. I'm about to go down the deepest Google rabbit hole. This is awesome. Andrew, we're going to get you watching F2 this year. Let's go. Yeah, buddy. New cars. <laughs> they have weird wings on the back. They're like ovals. All right. To me, that covers all of the news from the offseason that we needed to hit. Is there any significant story I missed? So I think we're yeah. good, right? Ready to, move on? Ready to move on to the main event today? Let's move on. It's- Let's do it. So the main reason we came here today, 40 minutes into the podcast, is... 
to do a Formula One fantasy draft. Now, I know that there's a bunch of systems out there for Formula One fantasy. We're not doing anything like that. We're not, like, maintaining a fantasy league or anything. But basically, we're going to go through here. Snake draft rules. So, if you're not a player of fantasy sports, that basically means in the draft order, we go 1, 2, 3, 4, then 4, 3, 2, 1, and back and forth. Four rounds. Everyone's So, everyone's going to have four drivers, which means that we'll have a total of 16 drivers and four that weren't picked. Not a big deal. I doubt those four drivers are going to be hella impactful throughout the season. If you pick Max Verstappen, which it was a bad time for Andrew to walk away unless he can hear me, because <laughs> this is an important one. If you pick Max Verstappen, you don't get a second round pick. Because Max Verstappen, like in, in the scoring system I'll outline here in a second, is so far and away a, a, a points gainer. The winner gets a trophy that I will design and a beer from their their top driver's country. So whatever their top driver is... Whatever country they're from, a beer from there. And the last place person has to watch one NASCAR race all the way through without checking their phone a single time. I do that already, baby. I'm, Let's I'm go. I'm so in. Let's go. You guys can, are can fucking I, can sociopaths. I pick, can I pick which NASCAR race? Not anymore. Oh, no. We have to give them one of the boring ones. Yeah. You you, watch like New fucking Hampshire Oval. Or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I was like, if it could be a road course, can I just go watch the live one in Chicago? Anyway. Uh Tyler, do you have a thought there? Uh, if we don't pick Max in the first round, he cannot be picked, right? Yeah. This isn't like, uh, haha, we didn't take him in the first round, so I'm going to snag him in the fourth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll Max Verstappen that. can go to, in Ooh. one of the first four picks, and you don't get a second round pick. Or if he doesn't get picked there, he's one of the four drivers that doesn't get picked. We should we should definitely come up with a system where if the four drivers who don't get picked beat anyone, there's like a worse yeah. punishment. You have to, you have to go to a NASCAR race. <laughs> You have to watch every NASCAR race. I just need to say, what a bizarre sport where you have to just ban one of the dri- like from a, a fantasy draft pick because he's too good. The scoring system works like this: a race win is worth five points, fastest lap is worth a point and a half. Uh, your qualifying position is calculated by qualifying position divided by five minus one. So that'll be typically a low positive number. It's a, so it's one minus your qualifying position divided by five. That's typically a low positive number, but occasionally is negative. Subjective award, most dramatic radio message, is worth one point, and DNFing is worth negative two points. Uh, can I ask? So the dramatic radio message, are you choosing that? Well, every, I mean, we, we're so we're we're in a group chat. We'll be texting about F one. Okay, we'll, great. We'll decide it as a group so that great. it's it's avoided biases. We are. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, I, I big disclaimer here. I don't think this is going to be the final scoring system. I would say we have until opening qualifying, like we'll say like practice one that day to change this however we want to adjust it if we feel like it's... That's four days. Is it fucking really? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, so we have until Thursday to change this. So this might not be the final scoring. If it changes at all, I don't know. I'll fucking tweet about it. With that being said, it changes it all. I'm coming to burn down your. Spin apartment. the wheel, baby. Let's do this shit. So Let's I'm go. actually. Let's go. We're gonna gamify this a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so I have a random number generator. Up. I'm gonna generate a random number, and then we're gonna go clockwise around the Discord chat here. Which means for me, it's gonna go Noah, Andrew, Tyler, and then me. If none of the three of you get the number, I get the first pick. So what on and fu- so forth. What's up? <laughs> so what? I'm not. I'm not guessing. That means. What's the gap? Well, are we going zero to ten? Or are we going no? It's zero one to, to 50? four. One to four. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. I have generated a random number between one and four. If you get it, you get the first pick. If you don't get it, you don't get the first pick. It's that easy. Seven. 
You don't get – you're not the first person here. Noah, you're first. Four. Four is the first number, so Noah gets the first overall pick. Oh, Noah. yeah, I knew it. All Wait, right. hang on. Does Noah oh, get no. Pick or does Noah get to pick? No, Noah should get to pick what? No, Noah doesn't get to pick. Noah gets the first pick. We're not drafting draft pick oh, spots. Oh, shoot. Okay, okay. No, your, your pick isn't right oh, now. Hold on. We're getting the, the whole draft one step. Hey, shut the fuck up. Whose right. podcast is this, Andrew? I was just about to say, you run the podcast. You get the pick. Never mind. So Noah has the first pick. Now we're going to decide the rest of the draft order. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I have generated a random number between one and three. Andrew, pick a number. Uh, one. One is the second number. This is going super God easy for damn. me. damn. So Andrew gets the second pick in the draft. Tyler generated a random number between one and two. Your pick. It's a two. And the number was two. So this makes it super easy. We're just going clockwise no, here. Oh, is fucking horrendous. The draft order here goes Noah, Andrew, Tyler, me, and then backwards. So we're cutting the last two minutes is what you're telling me. This is great. This worked out great for me. This is super easy. It's perfect. <laughs> All, All right. right. First pick. You're on the clock. Noah, who is your pick? All right. So I, me having the first pick did scare me a little bit. I went, maybe I should change my mind about what my first pick is. But I'm going to double down. I'm not doing the Max Verstappen thing. I can't do it. I think this is going to be Carlos Sainz's year. I'm going Carlos Sainz for my first pick. Ooh. I'm going Carlos Sainz for my first pick because he's going to drive with fury this year to get a seat. Taking the number two driver on his own team is a bold choice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's go. All right, Andrew, you're up. Who's your uh, Who's your first pick here? Oh, we're not like opening this up to to like discussion. We're just we we are just picking. No, if you got thoughts, give your thoughts. I mean. Carlos Sainz is a bold pick. Um, Only person who won a race last year, not yeah. in a Red Bull. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I guess, but that's still just like kind of a lot of faith in the Ferrari car. Um, I mean, I'm definitely not picking Max. Like, I'm not, I, I know all of you kind of like thought I would, but uh, I like thought I knew. I didn't think I would pick second. Cause no, I, I generally... definitely think you should pick Max. There are no consequences for picking Max at all in this draft whatsoever none zero oh jokes on you i did i could i did still have you in my headphones when i walked away that's cute I, <laughs> um you guys don't think he's gonna win like another fucking 35 races oh Wait, you don't think ollie you don't think ollie bearman is my is my worthwhile first round pick who's uh, who's so, red bull's third driver this year now that danny rick is in a seat that's my Steiner. question oh right yeah yeah <laughs> shit or get off the pot andrew let's go um should have put the draft timer up here. You get 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes? Oh, my God. I'm going to waste all of your fucking days. It's like day um, one of the NFL draft. Do you think Andrew is looking at the rosters for the first time and doesn't recognize half the drivers? If you take Alex Polo, I'm going to be mad that you're looking at <laughs> I was about to say, Andrew, you can't pick Aaron Rodgers. That's not this one. Um, No, I'm picking Josh Allen. Um, talk about him. Andrew, what the fuck are you picking? Pick up driver. It's not a big deal. Oh my god. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Lewis. I think he's gonna squeeze blood okay. out of that fucking stone. I think I think that Mercedes car is that is taking bigger leaps than Lewis is giving press credit for. I think that I don't think I don't think that team is going to be a constructor's like actual contender. I think they're still gonna be fighting for third or fourth. But like, I think I think in in qualifying they're still going to surprise you, and then their race pace in like at, at the actual race weekend isn't going to keep up. I think they're going to get some. I think they're going to get some a la McLaren shock points out of sprint races, 
and like I still I still think that like Lewis, oh. Lewis I I think Mercedes has degraded. I don't think Lewis has as a driver. So need to figure out scoring for sprint races. Um, hey Tyler. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. How do you feel about <laughs> having the third pick in the draft and there being zero number one drivers taken so far? Uh, pretty good. I'm sorry, pretty is powerful. Lewis not That's why I'm at least... number one this year? Is that no, what George not Russell, anymore. baby? They're not gonna They're not gonna promote Lewis this year. They're gonna. They're gonna. Everything's gonna go to George. They're still gonna. Of course, they're not gonna promote him, but I still think they're gonna give Lewis their. Like, I. I think when it comes time for upgrade packages midseason, no, they're, they're still gonna give it to Lewis. They're still no, gonna they're want. Gonna, he's leaving. They're gonna give it to George. They're, they're gonna not gonna to give. They're not gonna put Lewis in the development simulators. They're it's not over. gonna learn. They're not gonna learn. They're gonna put. They're gonna put Lewis, Lewis Hamilton back in the zero side pod Mercedes. Yeah, if just you don't think F one is petty as fuck, you haven't been watching F one. Like it, there. That's Lewis why we watch done. it. Lewis is done. It, right, Tyler, Tyler, your first round pick here. I'm taking Max. What the right? fuck are you guys fuck. doing? I, I thought I was gonna get him. What are you I doing? Gonna I'm him. taking fuck. Max Verstappen. What are you talking about? I did the math. I did a little bit of math yesterday with the system we have right now, and basically, unless you drafted the second, third, and fourth best drivers last year, Max would have won alone. Like, what are you guys doing? It's Max. Max is the pick. I'm boring. I I was so sure he was about to fall to me. I got so excited. (laughs) All right, this uh, man. Well, I got back to back picks here, so I'm of two minds here, right? Do I go and just take the other Red Bull car? Yeah, because of course it's you fucking do. Red Bull. Yeah. That's how it works. Wait, I'm sorry. Do we get, we get, you said we get points for, for qualifying position? Yes. Okay, then, oh, fuck. Maybe the other Red Bull car would have been the move. <laughs> All right. So, my first round pick, I'm taking Sergio Perez. Uh, probably the first, second overall driver who should have got off the board there instead of coinciding. The only and- driver who should have actually possibly gone first. And uh, I, my my first pick of the second round here, I'm going with a little bit of Charlie Piano Fingers, baby. Getting some Charles you know Leclerc right? in the building. We're the only people who call him Charlie Piano Fingers, and it's <laughs> my favorite nickname for any person in the world. Spotify <laughs> slut. Fucking, man, that guy, that guy can make some soulful ivory. Just Charles Leclerc Ooh. every year grows on me more and more. Like when I started, I was like, oh, he's fine. Like I don't really care about Ferrari, but slowly he's becoming one of my favorite people in the sport um, oh, he, in a really great. weird way. He's great. He's, but I, you not, you know, he's cursed. And I <laughs> yeah. just don't trust it to happen yet. <laughs> See, that's what, that's what blows my mind about Carlos Sainz is the first round pick is that Carlos Sainz is going to spend this entire fucking year just dive bombing his car into Leclerc's and, like just throwing the season for kicks. So. Look, Max Verstappen may be the right choice for a first round pick, but Carlos Sainz is the fun choice for a first round pick. So so far, the picks off the board: Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, Lewis Hamilton, Charles Leclerc, and Carlos Sainz have all been picked. Andrew, since we're skipping Tyler, since he took Max Verstappen, and now we wait. No, I think it's... No, no. I lands on Pick. the side. Neither. Pick. Be coward. <laughs> coward. No, no. I, I, I have, I've picked a team. It's heads or tails for drivers. Tyler, heads or tails. Is this guy... This guy picking from Alpine? 
<laughs> yeah, what what team? Yeah, what team has like equal dri- equal drivers? I think there is one that does oh, have equal drivers, not, and it's not Alpine. You guys talk about no, it. I want you to say it. I want you to just take Lando Norris, Andrew. Just take Lando. <laughs> right team, right team. Uh, Don't be silly. Oscar Piastri is still too young to properly manage his tires over a Grand Prix race. And fucking Australian, like, Lando right? Norris. I hate, I hate that you're right. Yeah, I'll take Lando because I think I think McLaren I think McLaren is charging for third in constructors. Like I think Piastri has I think, the like. I think the gap between three and four in constructors this year is gonna be huge, no matter who takes three or four, uh, Mercedes or McLaren. So like. That's, yeah. That's, like I'm, I'm, I'm basing this draft in consistent competitiveness and not performance. I like I play, I play so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Lando. I'm gonna take Lando. The thing about Piastri versus Lando is, I think on a five lap pace, Piastri probably is competitive with Lando. But the thing about F1 cars, I was talking about with F2 earlier, is that. Basically, the biggest that like for new people into F1, the biggest skill set that takes the longest to learn in F1 is managing your tires over length race length. That's why Lewis Hamilton consistently annihilates George Russell. Is they're competitive for a couple laps, and then George George's tires just die instantly. Um, and I think I'm not taking George. You know, and maybe it's not that Norris is the best in the world at it, but Piastri is still new. He needs a couple years to get to that level. So. I just want to say, as a group, I'm That's proud fair. of us for making it 55 minutes into an F1 podcast before anyone brought up tire management. <laughs> hey, we could do another 50 Even minutes. Though, you know, it's, it's the secret most important thing in the sport, and 100%. It's, but it's also the most boring thing to talk about. It, yeah, it'd be <laughs> like if the most important thing in, in professional football was like punting. No, it's pass blocking. It's like it's like if we sat here and we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and his wide receivers, but like actually they need a left tackle and a right. Like tackle, that's actually sure. what it is, you know. Like that's what we should be talking about. I don't think us making it that far and not talking about it is the is is the win here. I think it's us making it that far with a Haas fan in the chat and not talking about it. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about tire warmers? We can talk about tire warmers, but I think probably Adam would like me to choose another uh, another driver. Would that be correct? Yeah, you want me to call heads or tails for you? No, uh, absolutely not. I know where I'm going. I would like to say, okay, none of you were any fun. I just want to. I just want to say wh- what we're looking at from what would be widely considered to be the top five teams. We have two left, and I'm I'm going to take both of them. George Russell is the obvious choice. He is the first driver, going to be the first driver at Mercedes. There's no question. I don't. Do I think he's going to do amazing this year? I don't know. But in terms of where we are and what's left, that makes sense. The other one I'm going to choose as my back-to-back is definitely Oscar Piastri. I agree with what Tyler is saying. I I just want to say I think at the end of the day, five years from now, I think Oscar Piastri is better than Lando Norris. I think at one point in time, Oscar Piastri is going to be the better driver at that team. I don't know if this is the year that happens, right? I still think it needs a little bit more time. But if we were drafting again this again next year, Oscar Piastri would be an easy pick over Lando Norris. I think that's I think kind of a hot take, another... right? Would you have if I didn't take him? Would you have taken Lando in this spot? And you're banking on McLaren, or do you like actually like Piastri as a driver? Is my question. Like, did, I, did I steal that take from you? Is the is I, my question. I did uh, I did I did throw some just some numbers of what I thought I'd pick, and no, it was mock drafting. I, I was probably I was probably going to change my mind. But I did put Oscar Piastri above Lando Norris in terms of my my pick order. Um, mm. ju- 
again, maybe because I like spicy takes, that's why I'm a Haas fan. Um, but I, I just think I think Oscar Piastri has the right head on his shoulders that sometimes I don't oh, think I love Lando Oscar. does. I think he's great. Yeah. Um, I just, I, you know, I think for this year, that's that's. But next year, next year he's I. Yeah. Lando, next Lando's got to get his win and get the fuck out, or he's not going to be the number one driver there anymore. Anyways, Andrew. Picks to you, Andrew. Um, you know what? I'm gonna take. Let me. You want me to do any, mini, money, mo for you? Or... <laughs> you know this. Rock, you... Paper, scissors. I tried to. I tried to save you fuckers the time that it would take me to find a quarter in this apartment, and now I'm getting fucking gassed for it. So why don't y'all eat shit? I'm gonna take. Um. I'm torn between two. Actually. Fuck y'all! I'm gonna take Fernando Alonso. No, I yeah, was, was so hoping that was, was the right pick there. Me. That wasn't that, was... that wasn't that wasn't who I had originally come into that mindset taking, but I just saw his name and realized he wasn't taken yet, and I was like, "Ooh, duh, yeah. hello." I was kind of hoping he was gonna fall down the draft order there too. It'll, it'll, it'll. Or the fact that Fernando what hasn't been taken yet is honestly baffling to me. Um, Orlando Fernando. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just that the car works, man. I mean, he's still a great driver, and he's might be my favorite driver. I love Fernando. If oh, he's no, the best. I wish you would have finished that sentence because there's another driver who we haven't taken yet who I think is like falls into the exact same slot of like is a good driver in a car that's improving. So I'm very excited to see. Well, if I'm not going to say anything because uh, I want to see. Oh, I'm not where, tipping picks where this course, goes. If if. Aston Martin had ended the season the way they started the season, so they ended the season as top three finishers every week instead of starting the season. You think we would have taken Fernando Alonso in the second round there? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do. One hundred percent. I think because they were the they were the second best car for the first ten races. Yeah. Uh, but that's the mo for that team going back to when they were like Racing Point and other names, like that. which is yeah. why I'm saying no. It's that it's been the same story for a decade plus. But they just have bad development. <laughs> yeah. Does this mean? Hey, hang on. Does this mean I finally get to make another pick? Yes. <laughs> now I'm torn between the V carb drivers. Max, uh, we're going. Could you flip a coin for me, Andrew? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Wrong. I'm going to take Daniel. I'm taking Ricardo. Danny Rick. I think that that car is basically half a Red Bull. Half of that car is basically three quarters in RB19. Um, and Frats. a terrible take. The it, and they, you know, in testing, if you look at the long stint numbers, they were the fourth or fifth fastest team over conse- consecutive stints on same tires. We don't know about weight. Uh, it's hard to really judge um, in testing, but I don't think they're a bottom three team. I think they're pretty good. And I think Ricardo has the drive in him to survive. To, to survive. And he has the drive to survive at this point. I mean, as anyone <laughs> has survived, it's it's Daniel Ricardo. And, the fact that he's and still I driving. do like I do like Yuki Sonoda, um, but I think the time is passed on him taking another step forward past you know, a racer with a good, he, he, you to make so many like dumb little mistakes. Um, like every, like he'll have a good race and then he'll have one where he just like puts, he just puts himself in Esteban Ocon in a wall for no reason, you know? 
Um, and it's always Akon for some reason. Well, if you were going to take you someone know. out on the, the grid it's consistently, always Akon. Yeah, Akon would be Akon. a pretty high draft pick um, there, right? But yeah. Um, Who's going to crash the most? No, who you're going to take out. If you're going to crash, and you, you can only take out one other car. Well, at least I, I want to get rid of one of the Alpines. I'm taking out Akon. I don't want to have to look yeah. at them anymore. I'm taking out Akon. I'm, I'm, I'm taking out Akon. <laughs> I don't want to look at some take him. I'm a Ricardo. Man, I love Tyler just going fuck the French. <laughs> <laughs> I love your All right, I'm I'm not gonna not gonna be too verbose about this because you covered him pretty well. I'm taking Yuki Sonoda with the next pick. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That's. that's I feel like I feel like Danny Rick and Yuki Sonoda are about like they're they're kind of like on that same Alpine wavelength where it's like either one of those guys could be the superior driver on that team this year. It's just a matter of like how shit goes and what they're, what the back office politics are looking like. Um, and I, there's like, it, I think there's a pretty significant drop off in team quality at this point. Yeah, I think so too. I think we nope. hit all of the I think this. I, I think, I think there's one, one of more. us. Listen, one person's going to have to take Lance Stroll. And I think that's hilarious. That is not correct. I think he's going to be one of the four not taken hot takes, well, but as as it is the turn of the fourth round, which final round picks here, boys. All right, all right, take it, break my heart. Take an Alex I, Albon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we our group chat weirdly fell in love with Alex Albon last year. Everybody fell in love with Alex Albon last it, year. Facts. Like he's he's just so likable, despite the fact that he's an e girl. Like he's just still very likable. <laughs> He's, a, like, he's yes. the most likable driver on the grid. I, I hope he gets the Mercedes spot. Although the rumor is that uh, Red Bull has already offered him Checo's seat for 25. Yeah, I it's saw just, that. I, and was, I, I was literally going to preface that pick with future Mercedes driver Alex Albon. <laughs> I think I don't think it's a good choice. <sighs> I don't think it's a good choice for him. I want to see what Williams does this year. Um, but he's in out. his prime right now. If he has another year like last year where he's like dominating Sergeant and you know, just like get, getting the most out of that car. I I mean, he's got to move up a seat. It's Williams is never going to be. I don't think they're ever going to get back to where they where they were in the 90s. Right. So it's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just if you're looking like at the top four teams. Right. And where he could go and where he could potentially be a number one driver, because I think he could be a number one driver. It's not going to be at Ferrari because they've got two number one drivers and who knows what's going to happen there. It's not going to be Red Bull because Max is Max. It's not going to be McLaren because they also have two number one drivers that they have to sort of fight out. I know Lando is right now, but I don't think it will be forever. I think Mercedes is the only place where George Russell could George be is pushed vulnerable. down. He's vulnerable. All right, Tyler. What a, your what final a driver pairing. What what a lanky driver pairing, Alex yeah, right? Albon. What a tall, a tall one. Oh, my God. Oh, is it me? Point. Is it back to me? It's back to you. Um, Taking Lance Stroll. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a value pick. Uh, Lance Stroll finished like what ninth in points last year. Like if that holds, bro, I like, can't wait for one. That car gonna... is fast and it's going to score points. He's not going to be good. It's going to be un. He's going to qualify above tenth one time and finish probably no higher than sixth this year. Listen, Stroll has is too. most likely to not be driving, most likely to not be in the seat at the end of the year. Who is who is most likely to not be in their current seat at the end by the end of the season? Who's going to get different? That's a great way to dismount from this podcast. Is who is the most likely to not be in their seat next year? Other like Ooh. with the obvious exception of Lewis. 
because he and I really don't want to and I really don't want to pick an Alpine because I hate their livery so much and it seems like they're it seems like a tractor so <laughs> do you guys you guys think Logan Sargent makes a buzzer to buzzer he's in that seat all year this year yes yes yeah I don't no, think nobody pulls off. shit like that other than Red Bull yeah it, yeah all right Andrew your final pick Valtteri Botas. Taking the, oh, the man who loves to show his yep. ass. That was Botas. that was who I was that was who I was alluding to before as a driver who is better than the car he's in and will still squeeze blood from the stone. I, you don't you don't think so? No, I, I, see, I, I think Valtteri Botas is tired and would like to go bike race. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he naked in Drive to Survive so much? It's because a meme. Have you seen that ass? Yeah, I, a lot of times actually. That's. <laughs> That's Denmark, that or whatever. What? what no, that, that's, 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 that's Finland's ass. That's Finland's Finland? ass. Finland? Denmark okay, is Kevin Magnuson. Come on, bro. Oh, my God. oh is also, it? Although, if you're being completely honest, Kimi Räikkönen is Finland's ass. Yeah, I, 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 you ran out of your Kimi Räikkönen in time. No, Kimi Antonelli. <laughs> no, Dude, those are Kimi not the same person. Reikkonen. Hang on. Time on Antonelli. <laughs> used up all your Kimi time. Fair enough. Okay, but if okay, if there was a driver, Adam's favorite driver would be Kimi Raikkonen. Why? Oh yeah, if you he's, without he, a doubt, what, what I, I already know. If you came into the sport in like '07, you'd be such a big Kimi Raikkonen fan. That's a cold hard fact. What? What? Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go down a YouTube rabbit hole. We don't need to get into Kimi Raikkonen. Do that later. Uh, let me let me take my last pick. All right, I'm happy. I'm honestly I'm happy it came down to this because I get to because I get to do what my heart tells me almost because Pierre Gasly is still on the board. No, fuck Pierre, Pierre Gasly. I will be <laughs> ashamed. I will be ashamed to have an Alpine on my fucking fantasy no, team. That's not an happening. I'm not taking an Alpine. I'm doing, I'm, I'm standing by. Hey, I'm, I'm standing mad. by. I, I'm, I'm not going to go with Kevin Magnuson because although he has my heart, he doesn't have my points. I am good. I am going to go with Nico Hulkenberg because qualifying because qualifying will get me the points that I need. I had already drawn a dash next to Kevin Magnuson that I had to delete there. <laughs> Look, I know my heart and my brain are not in the same place all the time. I just like looking at K Mag. As long as you can admit it. Face. He's such a sweetheart. He's such a li nice little guy. But he, but Nico Hulkenberg's going to qualify. So I'm, that's what I'm going to take. Nico right, Hulkenberg so. is also going to keep his seat for next year, which I don't think the same could be said about K Mag. So. so so I was going back and forth on this during this because we didn't expressly say, and Tyler, I think that you should make a fourth pick here of everyone that's left because you can potentially lose points on the scoring system. Oh. So having someone only put out three racers and not have a bottom racer could actually help their score. Yeah, what is it? Should should I have should I have to pick someone? I think you should do have I a get, combination like, points. Like, the combination is... points of any reserve drivers that go in. <laughs> No, like, because everyone you have left is not getting a race win. They have no, a, of course not. They have a low chance hey, of now. qualifying in a decent spot. And and that's not true. I think he's going to get points all. out of Gasly or Ocon, and I'm upset about it. Yeah, Gasly's going to score points. What you said cannot be true until we put every fucking track under a dome. That's, <laughs> that, I, that is your dome. How about, hang I on, agree. might I make a suggestion? Yes. Wow, I'll take here. I'll take Pierre Gasly. Mm -hmm. Positive points don't count, but if he finishes the year with negative points, that does count for me. How does cool. that work for everybody? Cool. cool. That feels fair. I'll take that. Okay. Uh, 
so let me let me recap everyone's teams here and then we'll uh we'll kind of do like a, a quick discussion and, and maybe see if we anyone has any good ideas for sprint scoring so the first pick in the draft went to noah noah ends up with George Russell, Carlos Sainz, Oscar Piastri, and Nico Hulkenberg. Fire team. Hulkenberg. Andrew with the second pick. That's, up, a, that's, a, that's a fourth place constructors team, I'll say it. It's up with um, Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris, Fernando Alonso, and Valtteri Botas. That is the most fun team to root for. I'll give him that one. The underdog team? Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, with the third pick in the draft, takes Max Verstappen. He gets Lance Stroll, Daniel Ricardo, and Pierre Gasly's negative points. Pierre Gasly's negative points. That's right. And me, with the final pick in the draft, I get Sergio Perez, Charlie Piano Fingers, Alex Albon, and Yuki Tsunoda. Honestly, also a fun team to root for. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's let's go around here real I quick. I took Danny no, Rick I... just so I would have someone to root for. <laughs> and you also got Pierre Gasly. You can root for him. Um. <laughs> no, thumbs up, thumbs down. How do you feel about your team? I feel great. I think I think it's going to be great, the, with the exception of the Max Verstappen enigma, right? I think putting that aside, I feel really good about it. I think it's a good team of people who, who are workhorses. They're just going to get you know solid positions every time. I just want to make sure. Do you understand the definition of enigma? Because it doesn't mean the Max Verstappen, the guy who's going to score the most points in the competition. No. I... <laughs> I'm just saying it's the odd thing out. It's like, how do you even quantify for it? I, what I say is it's the most boring pick you could have chosen. Fuck you, Tyler. That's what I say. Great. Right. That's good. Andrew. I played a, I actually, I actually play the game to win Noah. I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard about that. I, I know, play, I know you root for a team that's never won. Right. I play the game <laughs> to have my heart broken. So Noah's yeah. first pick was, I don't know. <laughs> Andrew, how do you feel about your team? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, thumbs up in terms of entertainment value, thumb, like, here, in ter- which honestly, like, very much fits for all of those teams in terms of performance, I think. Thumb sideways, this is a podcast. <laughs> I- oh, yeah, that's right, we're not video. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, like, honestly, as as a Bills, Devils, Sabres fan, I think that my team is very much... Man, they're not going to be good, but I'm going to have a fucking great time rooting for them. It's very informed by my personal tastes in other sports. So, I I love my team, even though I don't. I think I think this team is going to end up very much like my fantasy hockey team. I'm at, I'm sitting pretty right now at four and fourteen and third to last. But boy, have I had a great time, and I've stirred a lot of shit making some weird ass trades. <laughs> Tyler, with the uh obvious best pick in the draft getting Max Verstappen third overall how do you feel about uh, your team I feel Horrendous. great I feel great I I'm I'm I will say I don't feel great about rooting for Lance Stroll but like the minute I picked Max I knew I I had to pick exclusively on how, who I think would win not on my own personal biases um but Dude, I'm doing I'm glad Atlanta I got Danny Rick. yeah I am I did pick Trey Young you know and, very young ultimate fantasy basketball player. Um, I yeah, I'm going to say I'm glad I got Ricardo. Um, maybe that'll come back to bite me in the ass if Yuki's better than him this year. But um, I love Danny, so I, I at least I have someone to root for. And I hands down think I'm coming in second place in this competition. 
Dude, that's the, no, that's until Leclerc's car bursts into flame every single race and Carlos mm-hmm. Sainz wins one again. Which means I'll I be leading the whole contest in piano ballads. That's true. That's <laughs> very true. Might I make a suggestion for the scoring? I would love to hear your suggestion for the scoring. Should we add... So we aren't giving points for race like position finishes, correct? It's just qualifying, qualifying race switch. We also we, we do need sprint scoring. I was gonna argue. Should we, should we add podiums? I was gonna yeah. I would. I think podiums is fair because sometimes that third place finish. I think because yeah. my other suggestion would be we do the thing that F one is too cowardly to do and take points all the way down to twenty. That would just make the position. No no no. <laughs> But are, are we don't you, we don't just we don't just make it the like the F one scoring system. If you finish sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, or twentieth, that's negative points. Oh, okay. And then fifteen is zero, and then from fourteen up, you start to get positive. Wait, points. hang on. I don't think I like this. This is not going to help you with Humperberg. <laughs> no, I kind of I kind of love that actually. I love punitive <laughs> points. I'm gonna argue for podiums at least. At the very least, we should throw podiums in there. Okay, yes, so 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 with podiums. Is second place worth as much as third place? No. No. Okay. So what do you think? It's second place, three points, third place, one. Who are you, Gary Bettman? 531. 5-3-1. Yeah. And then fastest lap is worth a point and a half? Yeah. Fastest lap, point point and a half. I feel like if you're going to start adding half points, that's going to fuck the end of the grid. Well, that's – So the half point thing, like the qualifying position already is spitting out weird numbers because it's – you know, should we take for the bottom podium the reverse podium negative five for last, no, negative three for nineteen, points. He's gonna qualify eighth and then finish eighteenth. I gotta take what I can get, man. I do like the reverse podium. <laughs> okay, well, uh, well, we'll. It's we'll like discuss... underneath the regular one pointing down. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a fun reflection. graphic like to yeah, do yeah. there. Um. We'll discuss this more offline. We'll, we'll kind of get the, the scores hammered out. I have a spreadsheet I can just input these numbers into, and we could see how how close we can get it to being fair outside of Verstappen because he's going to be broken anyways. Adam, the spreadsheet guy. I'm the spreadsheet guy. Uh, here is here is your undrafted team. Esteban Akon, Logan Sargent, Zhou Guan Yu, and Kevin Magnuson. Who do you think is going to do the best of those four guys? Oh, Zhou Logan Sargent, Yu, man. He's going to have two or three race wins. True. Yeah. Ooh. Kevin Magnuson. No, but seriously, who do you think is going to do the best? <laughs> Probably Akon, I would say. I took Gasly because I don't like Akon, but I think they are of equal skill. So wait, Adam. Yeah. Per your question, per your question, do you like do the best in our fantasy scoring, or do the best in terms of like race performance this year? Because I think, think about it, I, the same. I think Logan Sargent is going to do the best in our uh, like fantasy points for sure. But I think that uh, Zhou Guan Yu is going to be like the better like final race finisher of our undrafted team. Like Esteban Akon might get some best radio message points. That's How would we tell? It's all in French. Wee <laughs> wee. Um, anyone anyone w- want to throw out quick ideas for a punishment if your team vis- finishes below the undrafted team? Oh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Do like, you have to? You have to spend. You have to go to the twenty-four hours of Daytona. You have to be there for the full twenty-four hours. Oh God! So we already have last place has to sit and watch an entire NASCAR race with last place has to sit and watch an entire NASCAR race with their phone off. With their phone off, 
Is it that so, you have to watch a six hour the like a world uh, WEC six hour race the f- in its entirety? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. that's way uh, yeah the the endurance really races are pretty tough to watch. I, I think like, you can have your phone on you for that because it's long, and I think you get to choose whatever world endurance championship race you want to choose. But you no ha- phone. Yeah, you no have phone. to watch one. Yeah, no no phone. But you can yeah, choose your here? endurance race. What are we doing here? Noah just knows he's gonna have to watch Le Mans or whatever. <laughs> I do anyways, so fuck you. If if you come in beneath all these things, when the next time the four if four of us go to a race, you gotta buy the tickets. I I still think that the front runner here is you have to watch an endurance race. I think an endurance race is cool, and you get to choose yeah. which one you want. But if you're not available for one of the six hours, you're watching a twelve yeah. hour. And if you're yes, not available for exactly. twelve hours, you're you're screwed. You're, you're watching this you're 24 hours. You have to watch 24 hours, yeah. But you gotta you be able to yeah. have your phone on you. That's crazy. What? No, your phone's off. Because then you're just gonna fucking sit there and watch Netflix the whole time. No other videos. You can check your phone and your email. And text. <laughs> Seems hard to hard to legislate. <laughs> we'll live stream it. I think the chances of this happening are very low. So I'm going with no phone. I'm gonna make it punitive. Well, I'm not worried about it, so... Yeah. Yeah, you got Verstappen. He's gonna he's gonna I score more than fine. that entire team alone. I think we're fine. I could have. I think I, I gotta be honest with you guys. I think I could have picked Max and not had any other draft picks, and I still probably would have won. Yeah. So I did a test on our initial scoring system before we made some adjustments to it for Australia last year, and Max Verstappen uh, had like six and three quarters points in that race, and second place was like two points. Yeah. Yeah. It's over for y'all. Uh, you let your heart get in, in front of your brain. Uh, I'm in it to win it. <laughs> um, that's why I root for the Chicago Bears. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> you have to do, yeah, exactly. You have to do something that's annoying and publicly embarrassing, like sitting and watching the entirety of a World Endurance Championship yeah. race. All right. Stream it live on Twitch. <laughs> on, uh, kick. on kick. On kick. <laughs> on kick. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Noah, do you have anything to plug on the way out the door? You got any personal projects you want the, the world to know about? Oh, you know, on this on, on this sports podcast, come watch all my theater that I do. I'm sure that's really going to play to the audience here. Uh, no, I'm just happy to be talking about F1 and, you know, keep watching and uh, and go Haas. That's what I'll say. That's my, that's my plug. Go Haas. Andrew, you got anything to plug? Go Bills. There you go. I'm a, I am a boring I'm a boring human being who is a fan of the saddest sports franchises on earth with the exception of the Washington Commanders. So <laughs> you root for uh, Red yeah. Bull. Shut the fuck you know, up. That's, that's why I root for Red Bull is because all of my other teams are sad and it feels nice to root for a winner for once in my fucking life. <laughs> Tyler, we're getting your uh you're get, we're getting your Bears article up this week because we wanted to get it yeah. up during the combine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I've got this Bears article. It came from the heart. It's about uh, my history with the Bears and Bears quarterbacks. Uh, uh, Andrew, no, you guys should check it out when it goes up. Uh, I think it's really good. I'm really proud of it. And um, I don't know. Follow me, T Carcar on Letterboxd. Hit me up. Um, Letterboxd. Oh, he does yeah. it every podcast. Go watch every podcast. podcast, podcast, <laughs> every podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, plug the yeah. Check out the podcast, podcast, podcast. Uh, we did a sports. We did our annual sports podcast uh, out outside sports ball, um, where my two co-hosts uh, don't watch sports, and I try to get them interested in the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, you can listen to that. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, this is the second draft I did this week. I did an Oscars draft, the 2010s Oscars draft. Um, that, that that episode's coming up this week for the podcast, podcast, podcast. Wait, okay. Yeah. I have I have I have two questions. I have I have one question for Tyler directed, and then I have a question for the group. Uh, Tyler, are you a field truther or are you picking uh, Caleb Williams? Well, like, that's, give, give me that's, give me give me listen, a tease for the article. Give me a tease for the article. Are you are you uh, a field the tease for the article? Player? That is the that is the premise of the article. Is I'm discussing my history of the Chicago Bears quarterbacks through deciding who I want the next Bears quarterback to be, and the conclusion is I came to. Yeah. Mm, I hated that take until the button. So that's fair. All right. Adam, get us out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get cannot, us out of here. Get me you, out of here before Andrew starts talking about cannot, one of the other you, ones. You can listen to the Townland podcast on Monday. We're covering the draft. It's Combine Week, so we're doing a Combine guessing game. Every Saturday, we do Basket, which is our basketball and hockey podcast that came out yesterday. Obviously, today, we have the supplement up, so we talk F1. Uh, usually on Tuesdays, you can read my League Pass watchability rankings, but I am busy Tuesday and Wednesday, so it'll come out on Thursday. Be sure to once again check out Tyler's Bears article coming out next week, and uh, I believe my usual co-host, Mike Regan, has some weird fucking draft article coming out next week, too. But uh, yeah, with that, check out TownAlone.com. Follow me on Twitter, X, Threads, at TownAloneAdam. Follow me on TikTok, at TownAlone. I've just posted podcast clips from this podcast, so if you're hearing that, you already know what's going to be on there. And uh, be sure to email us at talentalonepodcast at gmail.com if you have thoughts on Tyler or Andrew or Noah's draft. But not Adam. If you want to raz Tyler for not taking <laughs> Max Verstappen. Max for going. And with that, let's fucking get out Thanks of here. Thanks for listening. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, thank people for listening. You're welcome for listening. Vroom, vroom. Vroom.